Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Live from the Black Sheep in Glendale, Arizona, welcome back to the O Show podcast, episode 453, and live from the Black Sheep where the drip is real. Zach, how was your Thanksgiving, man? It was great, it was great. How was yours back back on the East Coast in Jersey? Cold. <laughs> Fucking cold. <laughs> but we are back in the blazing uh, heat of Arizona. This is episode 453. Who are we presented by again? Uh, betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. Sign up for that 50% bonus by using the promo code capital BLEAV50. Again, that 50% bonus. It's week 13 of the NFL post Thanksgiving. Uh, I feel like, and this is kind of a trend for the Dallas Cowboys, they always play a Thanksgiving Day, obviously, on Thanksgiving Day, America's team, but then they always follow it up with another Thursday night game every single year. Oh, they play again They do it every night? year. Oh, wow. They're playing Thursday night. They're one of your picks. Cowboys taking on the Saints in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, let's, before we get to that, let's talk Oracle Review before he's going to Oh, I'm jumping out of order. All right, so Oracle Review this week. Bounce back week, 6 of 11, we're above 50% again, ladies and gentlemen. And I only missed one over-under. If anything, I was 33% on, you know, the actual spreads, but the over-under, 80. So audience, if you, if you don't know which bets of mine to take, take my over-unders because I'm looking like a strong oracle over there and then just ignore the spread. But overall, oracle looking back in shape and uh, we'll get into the picks. We'll, you know. A fan pleaser, probably a sponsor pleaser as well. Absolutely. Being 50-50. Absolutely. 40-60, they it's say. 55, is the, 55 yeah. what I am. That's, that's for the fans. That's, that's, that's winning. That's winning. Anyway, let's get into our NFL picks this week. I'll have you go first and then we'll go bounce back and forth from there. Well, I already mentioned the Cowboys and the Saints. Oh, you want me to? All right, all right, all right. So... Hate to mess with your agenda. All right, I, I'm all good. So Cowboys are minus five uh, favorites at the Saints, and uh, after they uh, choked on Thanksgiving against hard the Raiders, loss. hard fought loss. I don't know if I would call it hard fought. It was Derek no, Carr. That and, gave me mad um, Aaron Rodgers and uh, what's his name, Cook, Delphin Cook. No, the tight end. Oh, the Packers that year. God, no I longer on the team. Can't even remember. I was Dak's rookie season, the divisional round game. Yeah, yeah, it was a, not Brandon Cook, was it? I don't no, know. No, but just mad vibes where they were playing really bad in the first quarter, the first half, really. Dialed yeah, it back yeah. up, came back, forced overtime, and uh, yeah, in Dallas Cowboy fashion, 36-33 loss on Thanksgiving Day. They haven't won a Thanksgiving game in what it feels like forever, at least four or five years. Yeah, and uh, I will not lie, it made me smile while I was eating stuffing, yeah. but I do think there's a bounce back. Uh, Cowboys, like I said, minus five uh, point favorites in the Superdome, and I think they don't just win. I don't think the Saints cover. I think the Cowboys win by at least six, and the uh, over-under for that game is 47.5, and, a half, and I, I'm predicting the over at 47.5, and, a half, and I'm predicting the Cowboys to strongly beat the Saints and Saints don't cover that five point spread. I think it's an easy uh, thing to say that they're going to cover the over. No, I don't. Uh, the, oh, oh, the over? Yeah. You think the I mixed my easy? words there. Mixed okay, my yeah. words. You jumped the gun a little bit though. That's kind of unprofessional. But I think it's very easy to say that uh, they're going to I think most people will go with the over in this game at 47. It's in a dome. Weather won't be a factor. The Cowboys have put up over 70 plus points offensively in the last two weeks alone against the Falcons mm. and other Raiders. 
Who the and only... then, of course, the Chiefs. I don't, that, was, that didn't even count. I don't know what the hell happened there. I think the only really question is, this is Taysom Hill's, you know, first start of the season. How much can the Saints share offense? I think that's why the over-under is under 50. I think that's why it's because I think you know Have Dallas. Have you seen the score. way our D has played the last two weeks? That's why I'm Patrick confident Mahomes probably the had over. arguably one of the worst games he's had all season, and it's been a bad year <laughs> for the Chiefs, and they still washed us out of the park in what could have been his worst game of the year offensively. Yep. And then last week, Derek Carr shines, and our offense just couldn't stop him. So yep. this week uh, against the Saints offense, that's a big question mark. I wouldn't be shocked to see this one be another shootout in the 30s for both uh, teams. Uh, the spread? What do you feel about the spread before we go to your game? Do you think uh, you think agree with me that Cowboys win and Saints don't cover, or do you think Saints cover that five-point spread? Five-point spread, I think it's going to be closer than people think, but I will uh, so, I'll, I'll take the over, and I think the Cowboys will definitely cover the spread. Oh, so, all right, so more than five. All right, let's hear, let's hear your first one now. Let's hear your first one. The Miami topic. Dolphins hosting the New York Giants, the New York football Giants, that is. Again, not really a, uh, a game that matters at all, probably the epitome of irrelevance. Between I don't know. Miami's bounced back. Dolphins. Miami actually is the only Pats a game and out the of the Bills, game. though. Wild card. I'm not saying they're the division, but they are only a, they are who gives very a much. Who, who cares if you're in the hunt? I mean, I guess in the AFC, it's up for grabs. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a very um, interesting game, to say the least. Mm -hmm. We're talking to Chris Gronkowski, who we had on the show yes. today as well, saying that in late season, it doesn't matter if you're Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and the New England Patriots of old, or you know. The Bucks today, the the uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers today. You're playing the Miami Dolphins at Hard Rock Stadium late in the season. It's almost nine times out of ten you're going to lose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how bad the franchise is in the time being. The Miami Dolphins find a way to win. They've been very good uh, in December. They, they find a way to be spoiler. Yes. They're like the Baltimore Orioles of the NFL. They've, they find a way in the last series of the season to pull off an upset to really shock someone. They did it to the Patriots two years ago, and uh, I think they did it to my Jets four years ago. So, yeah, they definitely are known for playing the spoilers. So what's the uh, spread on that one? So the Dolphins have the spread by four and a half. Okay. Uh, the Giants are the four and a half point dogs. Uh, the over-under is 40 in this game. I don't really like either offense. You're going the under I'm going to go the under. At 40. I mean, the weather is gonna, probably going to be perfect in Miami. Uh, go check out Darius Rucker's new Miami Dolphins apparel line. Darius Quick shout out Ruck to Hootie and the Blowfish. Check out episode 350 of the podcast. Just a cheap plug. <laughs> uh, are you? I think I, I think agree with you in the under and have probably probably Giants cover that spread at four and a half. They probably don't lose by uh, more than more than more than five. I would you don't agree. think, really? I, I mean, I think Miami wins, but I think it's a four-point game. That's If that's all they need to cover is a four-point game Giants need, I, I think that'll be the case. Again, the epitome of irrelevancy this Sunday <laughs> between the Giants and the Dolphins. All Who's right. next? All right, so my Who's second, the second game of the week, we got the Justin Herbert-led Chargers, uh, two-and-a-half dogs at Cincy against Joey B and that Cincinnati offense. Uh, Go Tigers. I think the Bengals get a solid win. For the se second game, I don't think that the uh, underdog covers. I think that the Bengals win by at least three points and uh, get a solid victory. And uh, the it's over under 51. I'm going the over. I think both Ooh. offenses uh, have been really good. And the Chargers defense, well, sometimes it's looked great but inconsistent. I'm going with the over at 51. You know what? I'm going to play no. devil's advocate with you. I'm going to do the old flippy flop, the 180. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the under, and I'm gonna say the Chargers come away with the victory. Not just cover. You think they win? I, yeah, 
I think they cover, and I think they win on the road. All right, you got to start doing the totals on yours. So we're going to do Oracle versus Jack review. That way we see who's better, who the audience can trust more. Because now you're going against me more often. Now we got to do that. All right, all right. I got to come up with my own name. You Maybe do. the Oracle versus King Richard. Just go. You Just go your, your second game. You, you no, want to no. give your review of King Richard? You saw it this weekend, Oh, uh, you? King Richard. Um, amazingly well-acted film. Will Smith uh, probably will be one of the top uh, five nominated for Best uh, Actor this year. Um, her name escaped me, but the mother, uh, the Mrs., uh, Mrs. Williams, um, was also amazing in that movie. Really good cinematography, really good music choice, great soundtrack. So... Early predict, I would say nine out of ten film. Uh, predicted takes home three Oscars is my prediction. Wow. Yep. See, I put you on the spot there. That was actually a pretty good answer. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> on to more important things like the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh. Rivalry matchup: AFC North out at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Arguably one of the best football experiences that you can get mm -hmm. if you've mm -hmm. ever been. Uh, to the north side of Pennsylvania. I, th I think it's not quite the same as it was, you know, Flacco versus Roethlisberger from many years ago. <laughs> it was always a shootout, was always a good time, plenty of postseason matchups. We were talking about last week, Mike Tomlin and Jacoby Jones, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the yeah. trip. I still can't believe he did that. <laughs> what a dirtbag move. But uh, the Steelers are the four and a half point dogs uh, against the Ravens. I think the Ravens definitely cover the spread at four and a half. The over under is 44 in this game. I'm going to pick the over, uh, despite this being uh, a different era for both teams, you mm -hmm. could say. Maybe not entirely. I think it's still going to be a shootout at Heinz Field mm -hmm. on top of bad weather, most likely in December. All right, all right. Uh... And that is the King Richard review of the episode. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna argue with you on either one. I think you're right about both of those. You're damn right, I am. <laughs> All right, now for my final NFL pick of the week, I had to be the homer after a nice win against the Texans. Even though it doesn't matter, I thought I would have a little fun. The New York Jets. Uh, speaking of Joe Flacco, uh, six and a half point dogs in the other side of that of that great state of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia against the Eagles. Six, like I said, six and a half point dogs. I don't think the Jets win outright, but I'm taking the points. I'm taking the Jets to cover. The Jets don't lose by seven or more. They, it's a, you know, it's a touchdown game, and uh, I'm picking the uh, over at 45 in that game. I'll pick the over at 45 because the New York Jets are going to get slaughtered. Hold on. Fly Hold Eagles on. fly on the road Hold to victory. On. Did I ever tell you the time I went to a Jets Eagles game in Philly when I was 12 years old? For my 12th birthday, my mm -hmm. brother, my dad, and I went to. Um, my dad took my brother and I to, to Lincoln, Fi Lincoln Financial Field in Philly. Oh, you went to the. Oh, in the Eagles. Where in our Jets okay. gear, Michael Vick put up 45 against Mark Sanchez. This was the I remember year, that game. This is this was the first collapse Sanchez had. This was the butt fumble year. Jets were eight and five going into this game, and they finished eight and eight. They collapsed at the end of the year. This was. A year or two before they fired Rex Ryan. But that's Ryan. not what's going to happen this week. We're going to just barely lose. No, it's going to happen exactly the way it happened. It was 45-19 to 19 the final. Plaxico Burris had a couple touchdowns. Michael Vick threw for three touchdown passes. Jeremy Macklin had a few. LaShawn McCoy, Shady McCoy rushed for two touchdowns as well. I can't believe I remember all of this. This is the first yeah. time I've thought about it in nearly 10 years. Uh, but after the game, uh, after getting a few beers thrown on us, 
My brother and I were trying to get Sounds on the like elevator. Philly fans. My brother and I were trying to get on the elevator with a bunch of Philly fans, and they were just singing "Fly Eagles Fly" Boom. as they were closing, hitting the close button on the elevator. And my brother and I are just standing in front of the elevator as they're singing <laughs> "Fly Eagles Fly," <laughs> and they're closing the elevator doors on two 12-year-old kids. Oh my. God. Like the Philly scum that they are. Uh, I was in Philly last week for a premiere. Shout out to I Sean I hope you don't B. want Bradley. any Philly-based sponsors in the future because you just we have both just Philly cheesesteaks. However, that's the one thing we will say is good about Philly: the cheesesteaks, good. The fans, no cheesesteaks. Yes, that's the spectrum of Philly: cheesesteaks to fans. Yeah, it's a wide dynamic. <laughs> All right, so. Um, that's our NFL games for the day, which means you know what time it is. No, it's time for my third pick because you jumped the gun, no. you stupid son of a bitch. The New England it. Patriots are taking on the Buffalo Bills on Monday night football in what could be the biggest AFC East matchup of the entire 2021 oh. season. Arguably. Yeah, no, you're probably right. You're probably right. This is probably... Who, the, the winner of this is probably the winner of these next of the of that division is probably who's going to play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. It's uh, it's in Buffalo. The Bills have the two and a half point spread. Pats are the two and a half point dogs. The over under is 43 in that game. I'm going the over. I, I think agree. it's going to be a shootout between Mac and Buffalo, and I think that the Patriots will come away with the upset. And I'm, I think a lot yeah, of people would agree you. with me. I'm with you. Yeah, no you arguments didn't, you didn't there. Fade. Oh, we got to, okay. Stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> this, is, this is harassment. Well, I don't have anything else to say because I agree with that. I actually think Patriots are going to make the Super Bowl. That's my bold prediction right now. I think we're going to get That's what a, Chris Gronkowski predicted. I know. Patriots, I think, Buccaneers. That's what I think that's happening. I think, and I think it's going to be awesome. I'm very excited if that ends up being the case. But now that I apologize and now that you've given your third pick, now it is time for the Michael Sarah Halftime Report. Roll that Michael Sarah Halftime Report graphic, Hank. All right, last week I thought I was going to bring something valuable to the table, but Zach beat me to the punch. I found a Weezer and Michael Sarah collaboration. Fun fact, a collaboration on one of their albums. It was one of their cover albums back in 2005, I think, 2004 maybe. Don't uh, fact check me there. But I thought I was bringing something valuable to the table, and Zach's just like, oh, great, we'll mash them both up. I'll go first, though. Jack, you ever hear of the band Weezer? <laughs> you selfish son of a bitch. So what do you have this week, since I'm not going to bring anything valuable to the table when it comes to Michael Sarah? So that's a lesson to all the other future uh, creators out there. Have pre-production meetings so that doesn't happen during your recording. A little lesson out Maybe there. Maybe I should start bringing my own notepad. That's what I'm saying. It helps Make keep it you organized. Make it look a lot more better than your notepad, too. <laughs> Anyway, so in the same vein, the Michael Sarah fact of today is about him as a musician. So basically, he for many years has been a, uh, a bass player, touring bass player of two different indie rock bands. Uh, one, Mr. Heavenly, and two... Mr. Uh, Heavenly. Mm-hmm. He's been a touring bass player for Mr. Heavenly. And uh, as well as the uh, Lone Goodbye. And, uh, and back in 2014, he released his album True That, which had 19 original songs and two covers. So, you know, it's not just in the movies. It's not just in Scott Pilgrim. It's not just in all of his movies. This man is a musician at heart. He's touring. He's like having a life. You have to be, though. What do you mean you like have Adam to Like, Adam Sandler is a musician in some of his movies, but, like, he legitimately knows how to play the guitar. Yeah, I know, but, like, there's... But a lot of people, it's like... With Sandler specifically, like, 
Sandler's not a good example. There's a, probably a lot of ones where they Bradley learn it Cooper. for the. Thank you. There's a lot of ones where they learn Stars it for born, the part yeah. and then don't use it before or after. So but it's nice to see people like Adam Sandler. They keep that musician, and that's a big part of their life. So it's just fun thing. I feel like once you start, you get hooked, though. I, you, some people. Some All people. of us speaking from no experience, of course. I yeah, tried no a little musicians bit. here. You guys no like music. Nirvana songs? Easiest songs in the world to play. All Apologies, Smells Like Teen Spirit, Breed. Easy songs to pick up for anybody learning the guitar. All right, there but you anyway. go. Nice little fun fact. But yeah, just... Uh, you know, his album, True That, 2014. Uh, check it out. We might play a little snippet in the episode right now in the edit, depending on how I feel. And uh, like Depending I said, on how you feel? It's my show. Do you want it? There might be a copyright, so I don't know how much we can play. We had copyrights the last time you tried to play a video. Remember that podcast snippet? What podcast snippet? Copyright claim. It's my whole point why it's like, do you want me to play for, we probably can only use like 10 seconds. That's why, okay, anyway. No clip. What's next? Uh, Get it together, man. That's, no, that's, and that was. We're on YouTube. That was. The Michael, Michael Sarah, Sarah Halftime, halftime report. report. Cue out defeatedly. that Michael Sarah Halftime report. What'd you say? I What'd said, you say? College football championship weekend, everybody. We got a lot of, this time we have six top 25 ranked matchups, everybody. On this past this week, we've had two, we've had one, three. This is the big week. We're going to start, start over in the Pac-12, a rematch, a game we tried to do, uh, predict on this show before, Oregon, plus three versus Utah. Then over and under a 59, I'm predicting, predicting Oregon to cover, it's within a three-point game. I figure the under at 59 in that Pac-12 championship game. Wait, they're the three-point dogs, Oregon? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick them to win. Oh, you're, you're going. I'm going to pick them to win against just, the Utes. I'm just picking I am the also points. picking, I'm going to pick the over. Oh, you're going against them. All right. We're flippy-flopping right. again, All right. Zachary Kelly. All right. I think that both offenses uh, provide too much value, and this is just going to be a total offensive shitstorm. That's fair. That's fair. All right. In a good way. Good shit. Good Next, shit. Big 12. We got Baylor plus five and a half point dogs versus Oklahoma State. I am picking Baylor to cover in that game, and I am picking the over at 46. I'm going to completely agree with you there. There we go. I like the like over, and I, li I like Baylor. I think the Bears. So are, you, are you picking Baylor to just cover, or are you picking the, like you did with Oregon I'm picking to cover them to and cover. win? Cover and win, and then the over. Oh, so you're picking cover and win. Yeah. You're going. You're doubling down on it, trying to get that big. The money. Bears of the NCAA right. are very impressive. All right, I like that. All right, number three, SEC two top four ranked teams. We got the Georgia Bulldogs as six-and-a-half-point favorites versus Alabama in the SEC championship game. I'm predicting Georgia smokes them. Alabama does not cover that spread, and I'm picking the under at 49-and-a-half. Georgia's, Alabama's weak, and Georgia, they're going to roll through the college football playoff and starting with Alabama this SEC championship. How many times are you going to eat your words? Mr. Oracle. No, 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 go against me. We'll, 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 next week it'll be Oracle versus Jack review, and we'll see who was more King accurate. Richard. King Richard. King Oracle Richard. Oracle versus King Richard. I think the say roll the tide are going to roll over your bulldogs. Say it, say it, say it to the camera. I think 
the Roll Tide are going to roll over your Bulldogs, you stupid son of a bitch. All right, all right. And here's why. It. They are the Bill Belichick and Tom Brady oh my of the NCAA. You know Nick Bill Saban, Belichick and Tom Brady went a decade that his roster. Super Bowl. Every oh single year they find a way. Oh, my God. Every single year. This is probably the biggest game of their year so far. I'm picking the over, and I'm picking Alabama oh with the upset God. victory, according to Bet Online AG's uh, line. So... Audience, hopefully you decide to go with the better person's bet. I won't say who is the better bet, but anyway. Then we got the uh, ACC championship. We got Houston, 10-point dogs against Cincinnati. Uh, I'm picking Cincinnati because they are fighting for their playoff lives. They're undefeated. They win this. They go have an undefeated season. They want a statement conference win. They want a statement ranked win to not get pushed out by a one-loss big power five team and stay, get that chance in the college football playoffs, so I think that Cincinnati win, uh, wins handily. Houston does not cover that 10-point spread. I'm picking the over at 53. I'll, I'm going to pick the over as well, and I like Cincy too. All right. I mean, you can't you can't argue with undefeated. Yeah, you, you college always does. You, UCF went undefeated two years in a row and never got a shot in the playoff. TC went undefeated and didn't get their shot. So. Hey, that's you, get, you can't just. You, that's why I also am picking Houston not to cover because Cincy knows they can't just go undefeated. They gotta beat down Houston. So many Sweet diamonds guys. in the rough. All right, we're getting close to the end. All right, Big Ten, Iowa playing, who we both doubt. I think we both picked them to cover, so we both still won, but we didn't think they were gonna win it. Jim Harbaugh's Michigan Wolverines. Iowa's 11-point dogs against them. Um, I think Michigan does win, but I think Iowa does cover. I don't think they lose by 12 or more, and I am also picking the over at 43 and a half in this Big Ten championship. 11 and a half, did you say? 43 and a half is the over-under, and it's an 11-point spread. Yeah, that's tough to argue with. That is very tough to argue with. Like yeah, like you got to go the Wolverines here. I'm going the over as well. Um, not so much of a stupid son of a bitch on that. Ah, uh, look, at that's three in a row. See, we're getting along. See, now he understands. You want to hold now hands? I don't. ACC Championship, <laughs> Wake Forest is two and a half point dogs against Pittsburgh. I am picking Wake Forest to cover, and I'm picking the over at 73. Wow, really? The oh, over wait. at 73? Oh, yeah, because Wake Forest, the way they lost undefeated was a 126 total oh point God. game. It was a 56 to 64 loss to... Um, the uh, Tar Heels was their first loss this season. So I absolutely think Wake Forest offense will score a bunch of points, and I definitely think their defense will allow Pitt to score a bunch of points. So, yeah, picking Wake Forest to cover. Pitt probably wins, but at a two-and-a-half point spread, I just feel comfortable with the cover. I'll take the points. I'm not going to double down. And, yeah, I'm going the over at 73. Pitt's definitely going to win, and uh, just because I made you cry, I will agree with you on the over at 73. I think uh, given their history, their track record, it's not looking good. For Wake Forest. That, that's his way of apologizing, audience. That he, I know he didn't say I'm sorry, but I want the audience to know he just said I'm sorry. And that's growth. That's growth. All right. So those were our six college games. Now we only have one last little thing to talk about this week since, you know, the we main event so of the segment. Did I just hype it up too much? Is it not I the mean, main event of the segment? I guess, I, I, guess I, I mean, I guess you want to call it that. But uh, speaking of college football, Lincoln Riley and Brian Kelly, both 
leave before the end of the season. Lincoln Riley taking, leaving Oklahoma for USC. And Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame for LSU. Notre Dame being number six in the, in the, in the rankings. If literally, if Alabama loses and if Cincy loses, or if Alabama and, or, since, or Michigan, any two of those three teams lose, Notre Dame's in it. Uh, it's going to be in the college playoff with an interim head coach. Brian Kelly just leaving them in the dust. And Lincoln Riley, you know, leaving Oklahoma, you know, after they're, after they're about to merge into the SEC, a much harder conference, he is leaving to go to the weak Pac-12 and play in sunny Southern California for USC. So obviously the way I told that story, you know how I feel about both Lincoln Riley and Brian Kelly's decision. But my question to you is, are you excited by these moves at all? And... Uh, and then second part is, do you think that the way that both of them handled it, sort of leaving end of, like, end of the season, their teams high and dry, do you sort of, do you, do you think that's fair considering the way schools historically treat coaches and players, or do you think that they were in the wrong? I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, it definitely shows their true colors. They did not care about their team. But again, at that level, it's a business. It is. It, you you got to look at it. $120 million, I, think, I mean, how guaranteed. long did players fight to get paid in the NCAA? Uh, I mean, you got to understand that this mm -hmm. is a business. Uh, Lincoln Riley wants to go to a very historic program that's kind of down in the dumps right now and turn yeah. them around. I think that it's a golden opportunity for him. I, I'm excited for him, honestly. I think it's a really, really cool thing for him to be able to do. I just don't agree with him leaving at this time in the season. It's yeah, I crunch guess, time. So Where Brian Kelly, on the other hand, you're going to the Tigers, right? Like this is LSU, this is yeah. going to be another great opportunity for him. It's just the way that they're doing it just shows that they were only thinking about themselves, which is never a good look. I just don't understand. And we've seen this happen before. Lincoln Riley is a little bit more forgivable because Oklahoma's just going to play in for what them is a meaningless bowl game. They're not making, they're not, no Big 12 title game, no. You still finish the season. So there. Yeah, Brian Kelly is worse because there's a good chance his team is literally is going to have a chance to contend for a national title and they're going to have an interim head coach. I don't, even if you agree to this, I don't understand why you don't wait two months or even like six weeks and when the season's over that's just me personally but uh, a little shout out we'll make it a whole segment because we're running out of time Suns be the Warriors number one team in the NBA right now 17 game win streak no losses in November 18 and 3 won it without uh, Devin Booker for three out of the four quarters just saying Phoenix Suns looking mighty hot but uh really appreciate this shout outs again to the Black Sheep for letting us shoot here and uh I'll leave it to you uh, to send us out. Yeah, this was The O Show, episode 453, presented by betonline.ag. Sign up for that 50% bonus now. We, again, are live and thankful for the Black Sheep to allow us to use this. Thank you to Hanku for setting this up. You are the connection. You are the needle mover, per se, in this stance. The drip is real here at the Black Sheep. Hashtag eat, drink, do good, be happy, caffeine vibes. Hank, uh, hit the lights before I say anything else. That's as dumb as that, you stupid son of a bitch. Oh my. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.